Bonin Cast, Product Innovation and UX Design with Bonanza Design. Hello everyone and welcome to UX Bootcamp. Today we will talk about a topic that we believe many of you are going through right now. Working and studying at the same time. It's hard. Personally, I have been through that and I know firsthand how hard it can be. So, Uh, before we go deeper in this complicated subject, I'd like to say hi to our co-host Yarek. Hi, Yarek. How are you doing? Everything fine. Hello, hello. Glad it's it's our first meeting from a while ago that we are only two of us together. The two of us. Yeah. yeah. Nothing it's new. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna have a little conversation about this topic that I think both both of us has, have gone through it uh, for a period of time in our lives. And I believe that our audience, a, a lot, a, a huge part of our audience is still going through it. So we have a few years of experience to kind of like guide them through it and help yep. them to go through it smoothly. So to kickstart this conversation, I have a question that I think it's a question that probably everyone asks themselves like every day. How do you manage working and studying without burning out? Oh yeah, there are a lot of things that you need to follow and a lot of things that you need to do not to first of all burn out and not to get tired too quickly. There are certain questions you need to answer. So like the first of all, is it like necessary? Because there are two things, two different paths. If you need to work to just stay at study at university because you don't have money, like the parents doesn't, won't help you. Then it's just like, you don't have any other choice. So you need to work yeah. and you will figure it out. But the, the other one is you want to gain experience. In my case, it was that a little bit of both. I wanted to have some more money to like, just live. That's why I started working. And first of all, it depends on what are you studying? Because I think we should definitely focus on IT. Uh, let's not, let's say that we are, we are not going to talk about any other industry today because that's a totally different thing. Yeah. But regarding IT, I think the studies, especially in Wrocław or in Poland, they're not that hard because to get uh, studying and uh, something that it's IT related. I've studied system engineering. You need to have a really good, um, it's called, uh, in German, it's called Abitur. It's like the, the exam at the end of your school. What is it called in English? I forget. Um, SATs, I think. E each something country has a different yeah. exam. But, I think in America is SATs or something like mm -hmm. this. In my country, we have an exam as well. We call yeah. NA okay. in, in Brazil. So each country okay. has a different one. Then just let's say an exam and you need to have a really good grades, like a really good ones, like to be in one percentage of the population. And if you have some kind of a level of a knowledge about the subject, like a mathemat mathematical one, physics, a little bit of programming, the studies, because you're pretty smart at the beginning, it, they're not that hard, honestly. Of course, there are certain uh, 
paths that are harder harder than the others, but let's say that it's 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 manageable to work at the same time and study. But the but when you want, when you really want to like just get uh, experience and so on, I wouldn't recommend to start working immediately after starting your studies because first of all you want to have fun and you want to learn something first of all even if you have an experience and you can work and in the industry i would i don't think that's a good idea i know a lot of people that just started working immediately and they just like lost a lot of like connections they don't have that many friends they like the experiences that you will go through during like your first year they're amazing like like the parties and like you can also go to something like a student council or like different scientific uh different scientific like groups and so on so i wouldn't recommend to work on your first year then you can start looking for about the management because i didn't answer that <clears throat> so the really important part is to not get a full-time job because it's probably it's totally a no-go, especially if you're not studying remotely. I, ha I had a chance to study during the corona and honestly, it was one of the best things that could happen <laughs> because my study looked like I didn't do shit for like three years, for like a year. And I can't, and I could start working in the industry because everything went remote. So I, at that same time when I had like, I don't know, like some kind of a webinar or like uh, exercises, I could work at the same time because no one would see it. So that was a huge benefit. So, but again, half-time job. And then about the, uh, about the managing it, I think the, most important part is to plan things out. So you need to just think through your whole week, especially because managing studies and the job is fine. You can work with it, but if you have an additional things going on, you need to, I don't know, go uh, do grocery or you have additional, mm, I don't know, you go to the gym or you are in the student council and you're creating an events for students, then it's getting tricky. So what I, I was going to the gym and I was at student council and at the same time I had a job and I had, a, I had been studying. So there were a lot of going on, but to be honest, because I've just tried to manage things and try to organize as many things as possible, squeeze every minute out of my day, I feel super organized. And what's a paradox of it, is that I feel I have a lot of free time. And that was super weird. Yes, even though I had like maybe an hour or two of like doing nothing a day, I feel like I can, I, I was like bored at, the, at, the, at this time. I was like, okay, I can do, actually I can, I don't know, uh, find a new hobby. And I had time for it. But after studies, when I got just only the job and the gym, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't have time for anything. How does it work? Yeah. So that's one of the best skills actually you can gain uh, through when you're studying and working at the same time, management and organization of your time. It's getting really yeah. easy in the future.
Yeah, it's something you take for for the rest of your career, actually. You know, time management. It starts there, trying to, you know, go through both. I can say, I mean, for my experience, I started university really early. And I was a part of that group that I had to work, you know, because my mom could not afford my university. So I had to, I had to work. And then I started working because like, I think I mentioned it before, I started in another course before I went to communication. So in that course in particular, I started doing internships, but paid internships mm. by the second semester already. So I had like the first semester to like enjoy and not do anything, but like by the second semester, I was already working. Even though it was a part-time job, but my university was as well very demanding in relation to timing. So I was very tired, but I managed to kind of like go, go along with it. But then after a while, I was able to get a full-time job. And then that comes that moment, like I need the money. So you're like, I'm, I cannot say no to this. It's a great position and it's. So I went to the full-time job and then things got a little bit more complicated. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It got, it, and then I, when I, when I said to myself, I don't want this course anymore, I was still working a full-time job related to the course. So it was a job related to what I was studying. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. So what I did, I dropped the job and I dropped the university. And I went to another university and then I got an internship that was like a part-time internship, like 20 hours a week that was related to the new university communication. So I was like, finally completely happy because I was studying what I wanted and I was working with what I wanted. And I think that kind of had a little impact towards me being tired as well, because when you do what you like, you you don't feel burned out. Yep. You know, when you do what you don't like, you feel like tired, indisposed, you don't have energy. You're like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm so tired. Sometimes it's not because you're tired. It's because you're just hate it. You don't like it. So mm. that has an impact as well. And then I was always working and studying. When I graduated, I was still working and studying. Uh, and I was working really far as well from where I was studying. That wasn't like two mm. hours and a half far. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So like three buses far. So it was really far, but I was so happy. I really loved my job and I really loved the fact that I was graduating. So I was like, yeah, I can take it. Let's go. Let's do this. I was always very happy because I was able to do what I loved and I was able to study what I loved. I managed it. I had a lot of help. So get help from your friends, from your family, from get a support system around you from people that can help you, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. I don't, I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? Like, don't try to do everything by yourself. Uh, that's something I can say. Um, try to, try to get activities that you can do in a group. So if, if you can get like a test or, or something that you have to deliver, 
ask to do it in a group because then you can divide the, the tasks and then you don't have to do everything by yourself. So it's the less thing to do. You can get focused on only one thing, a part of it. I mean, of course you're going to get involved in everything, but it's, it's less pressure than when you have to do something by yourself. So exactly. try to, and always let your teachers know about your situation. I always let my teachers know, not asking them to cut me any slack, but I was like, look, I work really far. And then sometimes I might have to arrive a little bit late or, uh, I need to do this job because I need this job to pay for my university. I was always very clear with my situations with my teachers and I was always very close with my teachers, very honest. So I was able to go through this as well. Very, very well, but mm. I'm, I'm going to say like, there were times that I was very tired, but I was very happy that I was able to accomplish that felt like this is a challenge and I'm going to get through it. And I learned how to be organized when I like on my, in my own way, of course, but I, I learned a lot about organization, about asking for help, about, you know, not trying to grab the world with my hands, you know, trying to do things in a group, trying to ask for help that, that helped me a lot to get through these and many, many years of working and studying, you know, it's really important. What you're saying is like doing stuff during your studies, studies, it's a really important thing for your future employee, employer or employee, employee, um, because they can see that you can do a lot of things at the same time, not like exactly at the same time, but you can manage a lot of things going on. So that's a really big advantage on the job market. Additionally, I think there's one thing that we didn't talk about and I've did it and it's a, a little touchy subject, maybe a little bit even subjective, but it's the sacrificing, uh, your learning, uh, your, what are you going to learn on studies and focusing more on the job or in other way or yeah. adding like, because you have like the 100% amount of your, like time and of your energy a day. And if you want to really focus on studies, then you, all of your energy will go there. But if you wanted to add to it, like a student council and the internship, then it's, there's no chance you can focus on your studies at 100%. And, but there's a really tricky thing because you can, you also get grades on your studies and I don't think it's a good approach to get, uh, to be as, to be the best at what are you learning? I don't think if you're going with A's on all of the uh, subjects and all of the, uh, all of the different courses, I don't think that's a good thing because you are focusing only on that. And to be super, super clear, no one will care about your grades. Once you're done with your studies, no one will even care if your thesis was right or not. They will mm -hmm. just see that you're an engineer or like you have a bachelor degree. And that's a really important thing. And it's totally different approach than what we get in the school, because in school, it's actually really important to have a good grade because they will affect um, your future life essentially. Mm -hmm. But on studies, it, 
one thing that matters is an output. No one cares yeah. how the books, which are like the, the studies, the period where you're studying, uh, will work. You, you can just like, I don't know, have only C's or only B's and everyone will be fine with it. And that's what yeah. I did. So at first semester, I was trying to get the best. I was trying to get, uh, like, uh, it's called, let me check, a scholarship. I was trying to get a scholarship because I thought mm -hmm. I can do it. But actually, okay, you will get some money and that's great. Instead of going to a job market, you will get money from your university, but it won't teach you the real case scenarios. You will just extend your childhood and especially in IT because everything is evolving so quickly, so rapidly, you need to get to the job market as quick as possible. Yeah. And you can study things, but these are all theoretical things that you will learn during your work, uh, work time. Yeah. So really important part. And what I did is at, after my first semester, I realized that, that no one will care about my degrees. Uh, everyone will care about my experience. That's why yeah. I signed to the a student council. I've tried to organize some events. I tried to, I did some graphic design for them. And that's actually, despite I'm not making money out of it, that's an mm -hmm. experience. And I could put this in my CV that I've worked yeah. for like three years on uh, voluntarily on some projects. I've organized events for like 3000 people. And that's big thing in terms of yeah. time management, of management, of, of soft skills, of yeah. leadership. And yeah. honestly, I think that's the best, best part of the studies to try all other things beside learning. Yeah. You will learn, you try to just get the minimum amount of work to pass <laughs> and that will, that will work. Yeah. I, I can say that I don't think I would be where I am if I hadn't done the work that I did while I was studying, because like the experience I got from being in the field, from actually doing and applying everything that I was learning made a huge difference, a huge difference to, to everything, to my career, to where I am, you know, gave me so like, I learned things that the teachers don't tell us. You know, because you learn, because you, 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 you are in a situation and then you had to find a solution for that situation that you, you don't have that situation in the classroom. You know, it's, it's a situation that is hard to reproduce. You can talk about it, but you, you know, the decision-making, the, the finding the solution when you are in that situation, when you are experiencing that, then you actually learn from it. So. I wouldn't, even though sometimes, like I said, I was tired and every, I wouldn't change it for the world. You know, I wouldn't change it for the world. The experience I had working helped me a lot to grow, to learn. And I know that I was ahead from a lot of people in my classroom that were like super focused in studying and getting the best grades and doing the best projects. And, you know, I was ahead of them. Yeah, but that's, not in, a, that's in an arrogant problem. way, but because exactly. I was like, I was in the field, but that's you know, it's like, a, yeah, it's, it's like a soldier. Exactly. But like during our whole school period, we are not learning that we're learning yeah. that you need to learn to get good grades and then you will get a job. But when you go yeah. to the studies, what it occurs is that 
no one cares about grades. You need to get no. to the job market. And it's like the totally different mindset. And it feels wrong because mm -hmm. what we're essentially saying is don't study that much. <laughs> and it's just like, even when I'm saying it, I feel like, I feel like if my mom, mom will he, would hear that and my brother. My mom will kill me. My, yeah, She's a university my, teacher. My, she will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to my mom. Oh my God. <laughs> she would be heart, heartbroken. But for, I mean, important thing, important note. I'm talking only about our industry. I'm not talking uh, about, I yeah. don't know, health industry. If you're like yeah. a doctor, don't listen to us. I or don't even know if you're, about if you're, this. <laughs> if you are like a teacher or if you're someone that is like a researcher or there are many fields that you have, like my mom, my mom, she's 53 years old. She's still studying. She's still doing her, her doctorate. So she's still like every, like she's always studying. But it's, it's her profession. She is a teacher. She is a university teacher. She is uh, a researcher. So that's her job. She needs exactly. to study. She needs to keep improving and keep reading and keep, you know, getting better because she needs to keep updated with what's going on in the industry to actually teach the other people about it. So, exactly. you know, it, like a doctor, you need to keep studying because you need to keep learning the new, uh, advents of the of the the medicine of medicine you know what's going on so like nurses doctors and biologists and there are so many other industries that you have to keep improving and keep studying but uh, some other more practical industries i'd say that we, we it's not i'm not saying that we don't keep learning but we learn by doing it exactly we learn by practicing it more than mm -hmm. by reading about it you know, the more we practice, the more we improve. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a really important part of our job. So remember not learn too much. <laughs> right here, <laughs> but right I have a question related to UX in particular. I mean, we yes. talked about it in the past, but there's something that ever, like I see so many UX groups like LinkedIn, Reddit everywhere. And there's always this question about bootcamps about, is it worth studying? Is it worth going to university to be a UX designer? Is it worth paying thousands of dollars in a, a huge course to be a UX designer? There is a, like, there is a lot of people that say yes. There's a lot of people that say no. So what do you, what's your take on this? Funny you would ask because actually, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to say that much, but we are doing some research on this uh, yeah. internally on the educational platforms and so on. And based on what I see, we can divide the the whole educational, paid educational courses slash bootcamps industry to two things. One are long time, really expensive ones. And the other mm -hmm. one is something like Udemy, Coursera. Uh, UX uh, Google course or some so like less expensive, uh, less uh, personalized, just more like a, like a school essentially. And there is a big problem with that because I don't think if someone wanted to start a UX design career, I don't think there are many people that will have 
5,000 euros to spend on a six month course to learn. So that's one problem. And I wouldn't, and additionally to that, a lot of these courses cover things that are easily searchable and can be easily find, found on the internet. Everything regarding UI. If you, I wouldn't advise to take any crash course, paid crash course on UI, because there's a lot of information in the internet. You can easily learn that by yourself. You don't need any crash course. On UX, on the other side, honestly, I, I, I didn't find any, I didn't find any good courses. Like I didn't pay for them, but I've checked the syllabus and honestly, some of them are teaching some parts of like some essential parts, but that's like a really base level. So what I would focus is not necessarily going to a crash course especially paid ones. I don't think that's a good idea. If you find some sale, so let's say it's like 20 euros a month and you will get a certificate from Google or something like this. I think it's, it could be worth it for totally beginners, but what I've did and most of the people are doing is try to get an internship as quickly as possible. So honestly, I wouldn't care about theory. I would just straight up go to portfolio Try to find uh, examples of the projects that you can do, copy them, maybe not necessarily one-on-one, -on -one, but try to copy them, put it in the portfolio that you created and go and find some internet. There are plenty of free stuff that you can learn during this process. So I would, what I did actually is, was to, I've just basically started my UX career by doing my portfolio. That was the first thing that I did. I've never, I. I didn't even know how to uh, do stuff in Figma. The, my first file, that I, my first case study in Figma was so bad. I've created like the design for the uh, for the uh, redesign of the university in Poland, and it, and like the on my internship, on my free internship, I did it because I then I've learned about the UX. So that was my first case study. I've done it for the for the um, desktop. And when uh, like the senior asked me about the mobile version, I didn't know what to say. I just was like, what about it? <laughs> just scale it, that's obvious. Uh, but, and then he said, okay, just then just scale it. And I said, okay. And I've just taken the desktop uh, screen and just resize it. So just scale it. Everything <laughs> could stay the same, but like the fonts were on my phone were like, like this. So I was, so, and I just pasted and it would, it take me five minutes and I was like, okay, done. And he was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> just, just Google this. And I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> that was my first case study. And afterwards I've just posted on my portfolio and started sending as many CVs to as many companies as possible. And at the same time, I've just read some parts, some books, some blog posts. For example, Norman Group has a really nice uh, blog uh, about UX. Uh, we have our boost camp. There are plenty of this stuff for free. So yeah. you should do this. I think even like free webinars, you know, and 
even like short courses, I'd say like courses that are like three, like three encounters, like three, three days, you know, four days, mm. like short, like crash courses in, in specific things, you know, not in the whole UX industry, but like specific details of UX, like customer journey maps or, you know, UX research or like tiny things that are a little bit more specific, you know, yeah, instead of doing the whole the, thing. The problem with this is when you're starting, you don't have a clue how the process works. And if you learn like parts of the process, yeah. okay, you know what user journey mapping is, for example, or you know what opportunity mapping is, but you don't know how to use it because you don't know the process. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, it's on one hand, it's useful, but on the other, actually the core thing is to learn the process. And during yeah. that, you will learn the small things. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, yeah. I cannot find this kind of a purse. I mean, there are yeah, certain, uh, if, if they, if there is something like this, send us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but, and I think also like courses that are a little bit more, like I said, skin in the game towards real problems, you know, real uh, problem solution kind of, you know, real projects. Because you go yeah. to courses and they're very generic towards like Created the projects that, yeah, exactly. yeah, you know, like very generic towards the, the what you have to create is not a real, a, a real project from a real client that comes to you with like, usually give me this. What comes from this courses are designers from the factory. <laughs> it's just really harsh words, but it's, well, it, it is what it is because like, it's just a factory. They just take people, they put portfolio case studies that they had on their line mm -hmm. and they just get out of the factory and go live. But actually you look the same as the previous one and you look the same as you, as uh, the one that's, um, on top of it. So it doesn't yeah. make sense. You're not differentiate from any other designer and that will be really hard to get a job or an internship in this case. So yeah, try to yeah get a portfolio, send it and that's it. Yeah. I mean, I know there are people out there that like to have a course to like study because they feel like a little bit more like secure and like I have someone telling me things, uh, and it's okay if you want to do, if you want to study, you know, it's okay, but don't lose yourself on just studying and not putting your face out there and not creating a portfolio, not trying to redesign things, not trying to create your yeah. own case study. Don't wait until the end of your course or your bootcamp or whatever you're doing to, to start testing yourself to start creating stuff, you know, you, you have to do both at the same, if, if you want to study, do both at the same time, study yeah. and practice and so try would, and keep exactly. doing. So I know that a lot of people are paying for the trainer on the gym because they need to have some kind of a motivation to go there and yeah. uh, train. And that's the same thing applies to probably to this kind of a thing. But what I would advise is not to go for a course that's like 6,000 euros, just go for the cheapest one you can find. So you have this motivation that you're paying for something, 
but at the same time, try to learn additional stuff. And that could be yeah. beneficial for you. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I think we can never forget about the practice because the practice, like it's the, the that sentence, a practice makes perfect. And it's, it's exactly what it is. Like practice makes perfect. Don't lose yourself in just studying, reading and studying and reading and never be afraid of like, oh my God, if I do this, it's going to be wrong. You yeah. learn by your mistakes. That's how you learn. You learn by making mistakes. You don't, you don't learn when you do something perfect. You learn when you make a mistake and then you have to fix it and you have to find a solution to that mistake. So that's how you learn. That's how we grow. Uh, and I think it's important to make very clear that making mistakes is totally okay, especially when you're starting your career. Exactly. Um, how, I think, how it affects us, like when you are starting your career and you're still studying and the, getting the first job, you know, when you're still studying, how it affects us, how, how did it affect you? It was a huge motivation, honestly. I mean, it was really weird. I'm a weird, weird example because I've studied something different than I'm working with right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it was totally different thing. Yeah. But I think it's a good, like a push for yourself yeah. to uh, like be more responsible, to be more, to be an adult because on, when you study, you cannot work. <laughs> That's with what you. I, I felt like a child. I mean. I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm looking for a job, but I honestly, I, I feel like I have still 16 years old. I'm yeah. just, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing in my, <laughs> with my life. And when I studied art and when I started earning money after my first half a year, I, was I felt like, like an adult. Still, yeah. Not, I grew up. Still, but nope. After half a year, I was like, still, nope. I'm still a child. That's just half money yeah. from, for some reason. Why do I even get paid for this? That was actually a really, that's a really weird thing because we are working remotely and I started working remote only. So it felt unreal because mm -hmm. I usually thought like I've, before I started studying that I will go to some kind of a, a company building. I will stay there. I will meet people. I will get a coffee. I will go to a lunch and then I will get back home and that could my, uh, that would be my, my like usual work day. But when I started working and I was like getting paid for sitting at my desk and doing things that I like, I was like, yeah, something is wrong. I, I'm still feeling like I'm playing a game or like, I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm an adult. Yeah. And this, this feeling, I had this feeling really long, a really long time right now. I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> so I still, still, it's like a little bit, when I think about it, it's a little surreal. It's like, I just, there's so, so much trust and, uh, and the company that I can just sit here. No one is looking behind yeah. my back of what I'm doing, but I'm doing yeah. stuff because I love to, and I'm getting paid for it. And it's just like, yeah, it's so really I, good. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it's really nice feeling because you feel like it's not a job. It's just like uh, you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I worked. I worked in. Yeah, I worked in house for a very long time, and my first job was in house. And you know, <laughs> you always have like I was so young. I was what eighteen, 
you know, 17 to 18 years old. So I was really like a baby. I was just like getting out of high school pretty much, you know. And then I was like always afraid of what do I say, you know, and then what do I wear or how do I reply to an email? I didn't, I was afraid of replying to emails and like saying the wrong things. <laughs> and yeah, because like everything was really new to me. Yeah. Really new. Uh, yeah. But it was like my boss at the time, she was really nice. She was a, an older woman and she was like a, like a, that I'd say not mom, not mom figure, but like more like an aunt like a cool aunt kind of figure, you know, she talked to us. She, she liked to, to know about us, like, what, like how we were doing, you know, about our lives and everything. So it, it helped. I stayed in this job for almost two years and it, it was nice, you know, because it was a good way to start my career in a good environment, you know, and not, it was not a heavy environment. Cause I'd say like when your first job is a very heavy environment, it's, it's not a good, I'm not gonna, it's, it's a hard start. You yeah. Know, it's a hard yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of friends in the corporate world and I could feel how yeah. they're changing because they yeah. started there. And it also depends on the, like, how big company is it and how, yeah. what's the policy for new, newcomers, yeah. but especially in the, and that this example is from my like business analysis like a financial company and this could get really harsh and I, I, yeah. I could feel the, the change the tension. in their mind. The, yeah. yeah they like, change your mindset. Exactly. They right from like for half a year, I didn't talk to them and then I see them and I see that they can, they just need to work. They just need to work nine, 10 hours a day because that that's how it is. And yeah. it just scared, scared me actually, yeah. right? because I didn't mention that I, I was working in a totally different field before, and I would advise everyone to do this because I worked physically on some, uh, in like actually three companies. So, and when I was 17, I, I went to a Polish sea, so it's a Baltic sea and, uh, I've worked in a restaurant and I was peeling potatoes, cutting onions, uh, doing coffee doing ice creams and so on. And it was one of the hardest experience I've, I've ever had in my life. So I worked yeah. for one month there and I, I worked that, in places like this as well. Yeah, it's just, but uh, yeah, but let me get to it. So I thought that it's the best thing ever for a 17 year old me. It's just like, wow, I can go to the sea and I can lay on the beach and, and just chill out. <laughs> lay on the beach, but at the same time, like for eight hours a day, I will go and make some ice creams, eat some waffles. That, it would be amazing. And what did that occurred? <laughs> that was like a terrible experience. We lived in a, like a small shed for a month. We slept with my two friends and I, we slept in one bed because there was like only one huge bed there. Uh, there was like a broken window below our bed. <laughs> It was just like, so when it rains, we can, we could feel the rain. And unfortunately I've worked for like 13 hours a day. So I thought, okay, it's super hard. I'm tired as hell. 
at the end of the day, but at least I will get some money. Unfortunately, I was getting around below two euros per hour to wow. give you the context. So uh, wow. and, uh, I wouldn't get any meals. So I wouldn't get any breakfast. I would get an only uh, a dinner, uh, a lunch, and that's it. So at the end of my full month work, I, I just earned maybe 100 or 200 euros. So I was like, well, I've never <laughs> wanted to do this again, because one thing, it was super hard, but on the other, everything was the same each day. So it feels like a, 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 it was really hard, but it felt like two days because everything was the same. Uh, and I, I've, I've said to myself, I've never want to do it again. And I did it twice. I was uh, working at like the Amazon, just moving box, something like Amazon moving boxes mm -hmm. and so on. And again, it, it was like a really hard thing, but then after you're done with it and you start looking for like your desired job, you mm -hmm. are really grateful for what you have. And right now yeah. that I have an option to just talk to you and I don't know, make some projects that, that they're really cool stuff and I will earn money from it. I'm really grateful for that. And I'm just super happy about it. So for every student, student that's listened to us, try to go for like one month or two weeks and work in like hard place work. It's really nice yeah. experience. You will, it's, it's hard. It doesn't feel right to do if you, if you don't have an option, you need to do it. But if you have an option not to do it, I would advise to do it because it's a yeah. really cool experience. Even if it's just for a short period of time, it's nice to, to, it's an experience, I'd say, yeah. you know, I had this experience as well and I learned a lot from it, a lot, you know, um, I, I, I wouldn't recommend staying a long time. No. depending a lot on it but yeah it, it taught me a lot you know about dealing with people about solving problems even though it was like food problem or, or you know yeah. dealing with people kind of problem but it's still like you have to think fast and you have to exactly. you know um deal with and like deal with the boss uh things like that you know it really helped me and i think if, if you have an opportunity to do it, do it, you know, you won't lose anything. You will yeah. gain a lot of experience. Um, to, I, I have like something to say to the people that like, cause there are a lot of people that they, they start studying when they are already working, mm. you know? either because you want to change your career or because you need to study or uh, for many, many reasons, you know, because you want to actually have a degree. You know, there are many people that you have to work because you have to provide for your family, but you want to study. Uh, I know how hard this can be because like I have this experience in my family, like I said, my mom, you know, she got her degree while she had to raise me and you know i was i remember i was five years old when she got her bachelor's degree so she did that while being a mom while having to, having to work so um you can do this 
That's what we want to say. You have permission from Aisha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I'm not going to say like, not, I'm not giving you permission to say like, as, as a word of like strength. Okay. You, got you, it. Yeah. you will do this. You Just will like get Alibaba. there. You will do it. Yes. Just you do can okay. do this. You can get there. You know, it is hard and it will look, um, There are, there are moments that you will want to give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. It will end. <laughs> Every course has a finish. <laughs> it will end. You will get there. You know, and if, uh, like we said, in terms of the UX industry, if you want to be a UX designer, but you're, you're already working and there are other ways that you can go around that you kind of like, You don't need necessarily to do a course. Um, so try to go around it and try to, you know, like, like Yarek said, do your portfolio work on, on case studies and redesigning things and get your experience by self-learning. It will get you out there much quicker. Yeah. But if you're not in this, in the UX industry, but you still want to, you're maybe in the business industry or um, doing something else, even communication like me, and you, you still want to get there, you, it's a, you can do it. You know, it sounds like it's never going to end, but it will end and you will be able to get to the finish line. So uh, I just want to get a word to these people that might be listening to us. Like I sympathize with you. I know how hard it is. Um, you're not alone. And like I said before, uh, get, try to get, uh, um, people surrounding you to support you, you know, a support system, uh, friends, school friends, uh, work friends, people that can help you through that process that can give you a hand that can help you with your studies that can help you with your work, share the tasks, you know, this will help you get through it. Don't try to get everything to you because even when we are only working, we cannot take the world, you know? So imagine if you're working and studying, you cannot take the world. So try to share your, your tasks, even study tasks or work tasks, you know, ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. Um, and it will, you will get there. I promise you. Yeah, I promise you. I, I think that's also a really nice thing to learn at the beginning. Uh, asking for help is a really important yeah. part because during your work process, you will need to have some feedback sessions with other designers, with other, with other people in, in your team. Yeah. So learning the, it at the beginnings that you're not alone and you can ask for help. No one will yell at you. And it's actually a good thing. Uh, it's, it's an additional skill. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I think we are coming to an end of this episode. It was nice, uh, yeah. to talk about this. I think it's important to let people know that they're not alone, that there are lots of people out there going through the same issues that you either went through or are going through right now. And to all the students out there, they are actually working that need to work. Uh, like I said, you will get there. It will end. 
and you will be able to get to the finish line and get the job you want. Um, we are living proof of this. So be patient, ask for help and keep strong. You will get there. Um, and be organized. Like we said, be organized, organize your time, make sure you plan out your days, uh, yeah, you plan actually, out your schedule. We, yeah. We need to talk at the end. We need to cover some cases about the planning stuff because I, we didn't mention yeah, anything sure. practical. So first of all, it's a good thing to put everything in your calendar. Even if you're, if it, even if it's like a friend meeting, it's always nice to have it in your calendar. Uh, always a really good thing is to, if you, if you feel that you have a lot of things going on, uh, write them down, that will help you because then you will see it. And what it occurs, it's actually not that many things. So I've learned that because yeah, when I was studying, I had a student council and I have like two or three ongoing projects because I was lead in there. So we had like three huge events for students. I was making graphics for them, but at the same time I had a work going on and the studies. And in addition to that, some ongoing things, my like personal things. So actually I, I needed to write things down because, because your mind has a limited capacity of having this shit yeah. going on. So you need to write <laughs> things down just to, because if you write this down, first of all, you're, um, your mind will think that, okay, I don't need to remember that because it's written and it will just unlock additional power, uh, that will allow you to work on your problems, uh, daily. So, and then you have a checklist and you go from the easiest to the hardest ones, um, each week. That's, that helps a lot. Um, group your tasks based on the mm, type. So if you have a study thing going on and at the same time, a work thing going on, and you see that a work thing is something like responding to emails and study thing is actually the same part. You can group things. So like one hour responding to emails uh, at your job and one hour responding emails at your university. Then yeah. you go to uh, other stuff that will help you. You're, you're not distracted. Maybe it, it's hard to like change subjects, but it's, it's, I wouldn't advise to just like uh, slice a day for like one hour of learning, then one hour of work, then one hour of course, then one hour of responding emails, because then you will get tired very quickly. Try to combine working hours uh, with like the same uh, time, time period, and then go to the study if you have an option of doing so. Um, what else? I think that covers a lot and try to... <laughs> Stay healthy uh, and sleep well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Eat vegetables. Yeah. Um, and also, also, I'd say, like, have fun. You know, take some time for yourself, for your mental health, for your family, for your friends. You know, it is really important to take a break. You know, yep. uh, take a, like, a, a Friday night, a Saturday night, the weekend off, you know, don't go full in, all in, and then you're like forgetting about yourself in the meantime, you know? So I think it's important to say in any situation to avoid any burnout, 
take time for yourself, for your mental health, for your own, you know, take a breath. It's, it's cool. You know, go to the gym, go for a run, go to the beach, you know, travel. Uh, I know sometimes it's like, oh, I don't have time. Make time. You know, it's okay to ask for like a day off, you know, because otherwise you're not going to be able to, to, to produce things, to be productive, you know, and I don't think your boss wants you to be non-productive. You know, I wouldn't want my employees to be non-productive. Yep. You know, I'd rather have them off one day or two days in a month. And they're like, okay, I'm okay. I took a day off. I'm fine. And then keep productive, keep being productive. Or then working full on 12 hours a day, studying and doing everything. And then at the end, where's the result? Yeah. You know? So take time off. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Cool. Mm. I think we covered it all. I think we covered it all. Yeah. I think we covered it all. Um, anyway, I think this subject is, like I said, very complicated. Everyone has their own situation. Uh, feel free to join us on discord. Talk to us directly about your situation. Ask for help, ask for advice. We're there to help you and we'd love to help you get through these complicated times you might be going through. Um, so join us on discord. Uh, and we are there. We're there for you. We're there to support you. Uh, there is a huge community there and there are lots of people there that might be going through the same thing that you're going through. So, um, if you want to join us, I'll leave the link on the description of this episode. And, um, and we'll see you next episode on the next episode of UX Boost Camp. We're bringing a lot of new subjects this season. So, uh, don't forget to join us on the next episode and then I'll say bye and see you next week. Cheers guys. Bye.